episode 109, Road Trip, Part 2, The Vehicle. We stopped every 50 miles and poured another quart of oil into my car. 24 cans of oil and 1,200 miles later, we were in Colorado Springs. That's the way the trip went driving west from Iowa in the summer of 1962. It was a road trip, and the car was a 1954 Ford. It was robin egg blue and had been chopped, lowered, and leaded in. It looked great. When I bought it from a friend, he had me get on the ground and look underneath while the engine was running. See that oil? he asked. The engine runs great. But there's that major oil leak. He went on. It will get you to Colorado as long as you stop every 50 miles and add a quart. The car cost me $50. And the oil, $3.60. Imagine, 24 quarts of oil at 15 cents a quart. This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. The road trip that this podcast wants to examine will not be taken in a car like that, nor will the cost incurred be anywhere similar. When my wife and I decided on this road trip during our retirement years, we cast about for ideas as to what kind of vehicle suited us the best. Considerations included a vehicle that could be maintained almost anywhere in the country in case of breakdown or mechanical problems. We presently own a Saab, four-door sedan and love it, but we have found that it can be difficult to service if problems occur in the middle of the country. On one of our last trips, we had a tow bill of over $300 when we had to be towed from Cody, Wyoming to Billings, Montana. No one would work on it in Wyoming. We wanted a rig that was relatively safe. We wanted airbags and all of that other fancy stuff. And as well as safety, we wanted a bit of comfort. When one decides to take a road trip that could last a few months, comfort becomes important. And then there were our bicycles. We just couldn't live without them. We didn't want to ignore exercise while on the road. Plus, biking is an excellent way to get around an area and see it a bit better than being confined inside a vehicle. Whatever we decided on had to be able to accommodate two bicycles. We wanted a rig that would be able to accommodate a lot of stuff. My guitar, laptop, paints, and perhaps camping stuff. We would also need to pack clothing for all four seasons. Space will be needed. We looked at an RV for a short time. I should say that I looked. Brenda was not interested, even in looking. She has never been interested in traveling in one of those. One major region we have both shied away from an RV is because one has it when the trip is over. What do you do with it? 
She refuses to even think of parking it in the drive. Of course, there is the initial expense of purchase, and then taxes, insurance, gas consumption, etc. One major reason we have kept away from an RV experience is the campground atmosphere or experience. When we traveled to Montana, we like to talk to people who live in Montana. We like to stop in local restaurants, coffee shops, and hotels. When we go to Louisiana, we want to talk to people who live in Louisiana. I've heard lots of tales of campground life and meeting the different people there who come from all over. I can understand why that might be enjoyable, but that just isn't why we travel. We really prefer to meet people who live in the area in which we're passing through, even if it is just for casual conversation. On top of all those things, every time we look into an RV, I get claustrophobia. They just seem so confining. Plus, there is the problem of driving a big rig and parking it. Today's gas prices don't help either. I have a friend that took one short trip this year in his RV. What with those gas prices? I'm not going very far from home, he said. All in all, we never got very close to choosing an RV. I know people who really like them, and they have their reasons. They just don't resonate for us. An earlier podcast dealt with RV travel from some experts who've done it for years and love it. Considering all of our likes and dislikes, we bought another car. A Lexus RX 300, 2000 model. Not a new one. We're not rich. It has high mileage, just like my mechanic advised. We have sold our Saab and are still a one-car family. The Lexus has very high ratings concerning safety, reliability, and comfort. It also provides us with space for our stuff. And with the addition of a bike rack, we are set. It is a pretty fancy car, but it is older. It wasn't expensive and meets all of our demands. We will see how it works out on the trip. We're one step closer to having it happen. We bought the car, had the new hitch installed in the bike rack, and Brenda made a map of the country that we can roll out and see where it is we're going, the major stopping points, the distance between them, and the places we'll be staying, names, addresses, phone numbers, and dates. I tried to find a map that would serve our needs and couldn't find one. We ended up buying some big sheets of white paper and just drew one. I want to be able to write on it. The Epicurean cult of happiness is having its expected effect. The anticipation is making each day just a bit more satisfying and sometimes even exciting. This is Retirement Time.